So there's this great picture, um, and I'm just describing it from memory. I don't have it in front of me. Um, it's a picture of a bullfighter and a bull. And the bull has all these swords in it and obviously seriously wounded. Uh, and, you know, it's like the purpose of a bullfight is to kill the bull. <laughs> and, uh, and something happened to the bullfighter. And the bull is over expressing concern with soft eyes and uh, sad and, and concerned. And the caption says, this is how animals are. They have this softness to this, them, this gentleness. Even an animal like a bull, which, you know, we believe apparently wrongly, is a vicious animal and to be something to be feared. Um, and so this thought comes to me of watching the Beatles. <laughs> like, every, this is going to be a huge thing. I mean, we're just beginning to comprehend what, uh, what we're seeing here because, because the Beatles were so important. They just really were. And... Especially if you were, if you're my age, um, I grew up in the in the '60s, <laughs> and and the Beatles when they were first, you know, when Beatlemania first, you know, the the British invasion, when all that happened, I was old enough to know what was going on and to be in in totally captured, captivated by it, um, and understood that it was something very unusual and that this was just incredible right but we never saw the other side of it and so we formed our opinions about who these people are and how they got along with each other and what they were really like and you know and the Beatles were fun I mean <laughs> and they but then they were also very self-aware and this is something we didn't know we had no visibility into it because we never saw them as people but um, that's the one thing. And the other thing is they were really talented and their talent developed over time and they did it themselves. They invented themselves uh, and reinvented and reinvented and they were constantly exploring and it really was the brilliance of two people, of McCartney and Lennon. And, um, and we also can see how that affected the two other members of the band, uh, George Harrison and Ringo Starr. Um, and it was pointed out somewhere, I read that all the George Harrison songs are George Harrison songs. There isn't a George Harrison McCartney song. There isn't a George Harrison Lennon song. There isn't, uh, you know, it's like he wasn't a collaborator. That wasn't his thing. Now, I could be getting that wrong, and I've only watched the first episode, but this is like what occurs to me. Because I'm not really, th I mean, you know, Harrison does draw all the attention to himself in the story, but... The most amazing thing is the collaboration between Lennon and McCartney. And, and it thought just hit me a couple of things. One is imagine being Paul McCartney and finding John Lennon <laughs> and vice versa. Imagine being John Lennon and finding Paul McCartney. And the thing we learn is that these are very caring, soft, generous, wonderful people. People you just love to be around. I don't think you can. Pull, I don't think you can act 
that it can't be availed. They just, they both really wanted to do what they were doing. And I can only guess, I mean, imagine having the gift that each of them has and also finding a collaborator who had very complimentary compatible. And at one point, McCartney says, you know, the reason we were so successful as a songwriting team is we just spent all our time together. We were just always together. We're traveling in hotels. We were, you know, and you don't think about this necessarily, but they just were always together. And when they were hanging out, you could see what they were doing. <laughs> and this looks like incredible fun. It just really does. But only if you're them. But that's fine, because we were blessed that they were who they are. Now, of course, the stories exist for all the other great bands that are out there, all the other collaborations. And it isn't just music. It's also everything that is creative. Everything that is great about humanity. And the amazing thing to me is the kindness of these people. And it's just remarkable that there is so much generosity and so much love and caring about each other and awareness and understanding. It just blows me away because you just don't see that today. And maybe it's not today. Maybe it's in tech. Maybe in music they still do. You know, I just saw a profile of Alanis Morissette, who I was, of course, like everybody, a huge fan of in the 90s. Um, and they, you know, another thing, there's Alanis Morissette. Wow. I mean, she's, she is a real fucking person. She's a, the reason her, her music is so good is that she's very clear about herself. She's clear about the rest of the world and she knows what she has to say and it isn't confused. It's, and that's why her songs are great. That's why her confidence is so high and why she has the ability to, to tell the story. It's just amazing. This, uh, my first reaction, I mean, you can see it, it's on my blog. My first reaction to this was, this is nuts. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't want to know this. But that's always, often a sign that this is something you're, they've got a lot of power in it. And it's like your first reaction is, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Only it doesn't form that way. It forms in a different way. It forms in the form of disgust or, you know, it's just abject fear. And once you dive into it, it's, I wrote today, it's like biblical. It's like, this is how we were formed. And in my case, it's pretty literal because the Beatles rose, as I said, when I was, I don't know, five, six years old, obviously a very formative age. And by the time they broke up in 69. I was 14. And of course, I followed their careers after this and got the wrong impression about who these people are. And, you know, it's there's so many things like this. You have to be, to do what they did, to be so singular, so unique. There is no other Beatles, <laughs> nothing even close to the Beatles. To be that, you have to be incredible. And in the case of these two guys, it's amazing that they found each other. Um, I think one of the next books I have to read is uh, um, Keith Richards' autobiography. Um, because there is a deep guy. 
And, you know, everybody makes fun of Keith Richards, but he is more than I was aware, the driving force behind the Rolling Stones that uh, Mick Jagger is a front man. I don't know. I'll find out. I'm going to read it. <laughs> I think it'll be very interesting. But, uh, but I just wanted to say, as a lot of other people are saying now, is that this is a real, this is like almost like the British invasion all over again at a whole nother level. I mean, now we're much older and more experienced with life. We are much better prepared to understand and accept what this is. And it's exciting as hell, I have to say, really exciting. Okay, thanks for listening.